Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Philippians 3.13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. Isn't this interesting? Forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward. Somebody shout reach. To those things which are ahead. Press, I will press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Somebody say upward call. Didn't say on this level, the upward call. I, I'm looking up. I'm looking. My redemption's upward. It's not on this level. It's not looking down. It's looking up. How many knows the natural and the spiritual, they can almost, because God doesn't want us to walk pridefully in our flesh, but He wants us to walk confidently in our spirit. And if you'll throw your head back, you can see where He's directing you to go. Come on. And so I want to ask for courage to ignite in you in this season, in this hour, to understand that God is always and ever increasing you, and He's increasing your, He's, He's increasing inside you. But how many knows that what He does on the inside will affect what you see on the outside? And so He's increasing, and He's lengthening, and He's, ex, he's, he's expanding. Heavenly Father, God, I ask you to anoint this word as we declare it. God, help me to do this in, in the time that you would have me to do it. Lord, I pray that we would be into this moment. God, I pray that we would listen. Uh, as, I'm, as I'm declaring, God, I pray that I can hear you and then release what you're saying. And God, I pray that we, as what is being released, God, that it would be heard, but that it would come into and it would bring forth development. It would bring forth new development, Father God. It will bring forth a renewing of things, Lord Jesus, as Pastor Amanda said, to be, to be restored, God. Trash being turned into treasure. And we give you all of the glory and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Philippians 3 is one of those scriptures that I love, but I want to step back just a moment to step forward. I want to talk about a little bit of what we went over Wednesday night. Wednesday night, man, I'm telling you what, the power of God fell in this place. It was a, it's, it's been that way for a while that God is in, in these services. There's a stretching going on. There's an expansion that's going on. And God is trying to get us into the the, the mentality to sustain what he is doing spiritually. And see, the, the past, this past Wednesday night, we talked about the man with the withered hand. We talked about this guy that had a withered hand, but Jesus uh, came on the scene, and we talked about how that when Jesus stepped in, the Bible said he came to the synagogue again. Amen. And so how many is thankful that uh, Jesus will come in every time you come into his presence and you come into a place like this with expectancy? How many knows Jesus will always show up? He will always show up for the, pl the, the places of decay, the places of drought that we were even talking about earlier uh, during our worship service, those dry bones. There's so many things that was rolling in my spirit as that was being declared that there's a fresh wind blowing. And then Pastor Amanda gets up and says that Jeremiah said it's like a, it's a, it's like a fire shut up in my bones. It's like power, the Holy Ghost power that's shut up in my bones. And all I could think about was those bones that when they have the power of God on the inside of the structure, that dust cannot remain where there is Holy Ghost in the structure of a thing because there's always the, the ability to shake off what's trying to bury you. And so this is something that we see that decay and withering, every time Jesus comes into the scene, what is being withered, uh, it, 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 can, it can breathe, he can breathe that new experience, that new life, and, and he can expand what looks like it's closing up. God can, with the, with the breath of his nostrils, can open up ways of access, and we see this, that this man had to do two things. Number one, the Lord told him to step forward. I want you to turn to your neighbor right now and encourage them to move forward. Move forward, move forward. 
move forward. Step forward, step forward. So then when he stepped forward, there was another declaration that God told him. What did he tell him? He said, move forward. He go down just a little bit in that story. And then he tells him, reach out. Stretch and move. Move and stretch. Move forward. I, and, and it's so interesting as we were uh, reading my scripture reading this morning. How many read your scripture reading this morning? Maybe you haven't gotten to it yet. But our scripture reading for the corporate reading, it's in Exodus chapter number 14. He commends Moses the very same thing. He, tell, he told the children of Israel, what did he tell them? Move forward. And then what did he tell them? Here's a Red Sea that's in front of us, right? There's an impossibility only in front of us. And he, but he told them, he said, I want you to tell them to move forward. Why are you sitting here telling me all of this stuff? Tell the children of Israel to move forward. And then God said this. He said, I want you to stretch your hand out. So in both passages, he's saying, stretch your hand out. When he told Moses, stretch your hand out over the sea, and when he stretched his hand out, that is when all of the sudden the, the Red Sea went up this way and that way with an east wind, and all of the sudden the supernatural power of God was released as Moses stretched out his hand across the Red Sea. This is the power of your stretching. This is the power of the mentality of moving forward. I want you to get this as a mental note. I always have to have in my mind because my spirit knows what my mind's trying to get in line with. So I have to have the mentality that even with there's a Red Sea and it looks like there's no way out of this thing, if I'll just stretch my hand out at his command, I, will, I can see that he's going to make a way of escape for me. He is a miraculous, supernatural God. All he is, he is waiting on is our, is our obedience to his command. And in this corporate scripture, we see that now the children of Israel are moving and they're walking across where they could not walk before because I want you to understand the one reason that I'm telling you this to look up to 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 look at the upward prize because we get caught up in this rim of what we can see when you're looking up you're 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 hoping up come on somebody you're faithing up you're trusting the Lord you're looking up I'm not just so much talking about looking up at the ceiling but I'm talking about your your heart and your spirit uh, getting up out of the mundane of the day getting yourself out of the, your tendencies to to lay down and take it you got to look up and, and and one of the main reasons that it's important for us to look up is because we'll get caught up in what is visible can I tell you that visible is transitory visible is temporary come on somebody visible you're visible what you can see with your eyes right now in your circumstance it will one day you'll flip the page and there's going to be a period on what you see and there's going to be transition because what you see is transitory. But what you cannot see is what has kingdom authority attached to it. What you cannot see with your natural eyes is the thing that God is trying to get us focused on so that we can move past what we are seeing in this natural realm. And Paul says, brethren, I'm not counting myself to have apprehended but I'm going, to, I'm going to do this. I'm forgetting those things which are behind me, and I'm reaching forward to those things which are ahead of me. Why? Because God is trying to do something. He's trying to expand his ability on the inside of me. He's grow. I, I want to grow in the Lord. I want to increase in the power of his resurrection, and I want to increase in his ability to love I want to, Lord, I, I desire you more than I desire uh, what I know, what I've learned in this realm of things. And, and this expansion brings multiplication. Here's what I want to tell you in our scripture reading just a few weeks ago. The, the enemy came into the Israelites and, and it said the more that they oppressed them, the more that they have afflicted them. And some of you have heard this before, but just act like you haven't heard it before. Because it's true even today as it was Wednesday that the reason that the enemy is afflicting you to take you out, but the Bible said that every time they were afflicted that they increased in measure. They increased in number. So there was expansion that came from adversity. Turn to your neighbor and say your adversity is going to add 
to your life. Adversity is bringing addition. Adversity is bringing multiplication. I could stop right there and I could preach. I'm telling you, I'm feeling the turning right now. The adversity against you is not taking away from you. The adversity against you is actually adding and multiplying in your life. Why? Because he's about to add and multiply in your atmosphere. And that word expansion means enlargement. I want you to write this down. The word expansion means enlargement. It also means growth. How many knows that the adversity will help you grow? Opposition will help you grow. Expansion also means increase. Diversification and multiplication. How many knows that, that sometimes God takes you through things because he wants you to see it larger than the way that you're seeing it. Because we get caught up in our tunnel self like we want it, how we want it to be. Don't let me go back to Wednesday night and talk about how we get into our religious, rich, ritualistic ways. And just because it's never been done before, we want to criticize it and act like, well, that's not God. Listen, if, if, if that's your spirit, that's what you're going to get. You're going to criticize everything in the midst of God moving a thing. Because the Bible said that they were actually waiting and watching to accuse Jesus. That's why they were waiting. You know who's the accuser of the brethren? Wrong spirit. Turn to everybody and say, don't get in the wrong spirit. Don't get in the wrong spirit. If I'm always trying to accuse somebody, then I'm not in the, the right spirit. If I'm always trying to watch and wait and see if they're going to break protocol, a lot of times it's your own protocol and it's men's protocol and a religious protocol. Listen, if I'm stepping on your toes, just shout me down and I will never know that I'm stepping on. But if I am stepping on your toes, it's the Holy Ghost talking to your spirit right now. Because the truth of the matter is, God is done with our religion. God is done with, with us knowing how it's going to happen. God is done with us coming to church to get our three points in a poem, get our meal in, go to the house, and rest it up. No. God is looking for a warrior to wake up. Come on, somebody. Is there anybody that's here for due diligence? Is there anybody that's here to receive the assignment? Is there anybody that's here and you know that you're a warrior and it's time to shake yourself and it's time to wake yourself? I wish I had somebody who knew that you are an, a, a soldier in the army of God. Some people will tell you that you're not a soldier. The devil is a liar. The Bible said that he's given me weapons. Why would he give me weapons if I'm not a soldier? Come on. And your weapons are not weak, but they are mighty through God. Come on and help me preach somebody for the pulling down of strongholds and every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. I've not yet apprehended the thing that has apprehended me. So this thing I do, I forget everything that's happened to me. I forget my past. I forget all of the things that I know. I forget everything that I have experienced, even the good things in God. I believe that, that Paul was saying, I can't get caught up in today's successes and miss tomorrow's testimonies. I wish I had somebody that would help me right now because you can get stuck in your success. And here's what you here's what I'm here to tell you. If you get stuck in your success, God will take away your ability to see tomorrow's success. But I'm looking for somebody that would say, I forget everything that I know. I forget everything that I've done. I forget everything that they've done to me. I forget the words of wickedness that's trying to paralyze me, that's trying to keep me contained to an area. But how many knows God is trying to get you to move forward? God is trying to get you to reach. Is there anybody that has an extension of praise right now? Is there anybody that can say, yes, I will extend because I know that I have not yet apprehended that, that which has apprehended me, that he extended his hands of mercy, that he picked me up, that he pulled me out. The least I can do is extend myself. Pressing in 
Pastor Man has been saying expansion all around the house. She's been saying expansion, and, and Paul is, is, is pressing toward the prize, not the call, uh, but he's pressing toward the, the prize. I want you to understand that he's not pressing, uh, to, 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 he's not working for salvation. He's working for the reward. Come on, somebody. He's pressing toward the prize, to that call of the, of the upward call of the high marking. He's, it's, a, it's a marking. It's the end of the race that he's pressing for. I want you to understand that the enemy's goal is to keep you from that kind of determination to get to the end, to get to the destiny. And let me tell you, God's going to do some things here, but he's trying to get you there. <laughs> let me just go ahead and preach that kind of gospel because there is a hell that God has made a way of escape so that you don't have to burn where the fire is not quenched and the worm dieth not. Your mind will comprehend to know if you choose to go to that place how many knows that it is a choice by you and me to either go to heaven and it's a choice by you and me to go to hell but I wish I had somebody to understand that God has given you the opportunity right now to get everything right he's given us the opportunity right now to double down in him to say I surrender all to you so there is that 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 place where it's the marking at the end that Paul, he said there's an, there's an end to this thing. And I want to fix my eyes on the end. It's like David said, my heart is fixed, O Lord. I will sing and give praise amongst the congregation. My heart is going to be fixed on you. Nothing's going to be able to distract it. And these are the scripture verses. Uh, Philippians 3 and 13 is something that I will go to. It's something I pull out of my arsenal uh, at time or two. And you'll hear me quote it. Why? Because there's a fervency behind this word. There is an attitude behind this word and there is something to be said about these kinds of truths that have the wind of God behind them because sometimes when you're letting go of one thing you need a wind behind you to give you a nudge come on somebody and when when Paul began to say I'm forgetting what's behind me the Holy Ghost kind of gives him a help why because every time you de declare truth and you're looking toward the truth God will be your helper and be your guide and he's going to push you and he's going to propel you and he's going to get behind the word how many knows that he will always get behind his word and he will push you into the thing that you are declaring I wish I had somebody that knew that you have a word that's come out of your own mouth but you need the help to push you into the word that you heard I wish I had somebody in this place that would put a prophetic declaration through your praise this is what I'm talking about a stretching sometimes you gotta praise even when you don't feel like it and sometimes you got to continue to prophesy and to proclaim what God has spoken over your life and prophesy and proclaim what he is speaking to your heart and he will give you the ability to see it to the end somebody say reaching reaching is 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 that same as oppressing and we see in uh, verse 12 he says I press to take hold that take hold means to win is there anybody in this place that's in it? There you go. I'm in it to acquire. I'm in it to know Christ and Him know me. I'm in it to become like Him. Paul refused to let his past obstruction hinder his progression. And when he's saying forget those things behind, it's because he understood that it's going to be an ongoing process this will be a on my progress will be an ongoing process it'll be an ongoing process how many knows that the straining that you're going through is for the strengthening that's happening on the inside of you turn to your neighbor and tell him your straining is for his strengthening Woo! in my weakness he is my strength the lord is my strength the lord is my shelter come on he is, my, he is my strength in the moment of weakness. And I feel in my spirit, the reason that I wanted to, to declare this and, and to, uh, uh, to actually stay on this and, and, and this word be sustained in our life because it's the greatest thing that the enemy is after. The enemy is after the expansion. Somebody shout, kingdom expansion. 
You say, How, what are you talking about? I, yes, personal level, but I'm talking about the kingdom of heaven. He's after expansion. If he can do whatever he can to take away from the release of the word of God, that the, his word is what brings the increase. And so he's after the kingdom expansion. But I feel in my spirit that God has allowed a sense of a blanket almost over a people. And I'm talking about God-fearing people, not just the world. The world has felt some of this too. But there is a sense that has happened in the body of Christ. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, there's been a shaking off of the dust. I feel it in the atmosphere. God, there's something fresh. There's a fresh wind blowing. Anybody else experience that in this service? If you haven't, you're under a rock, and it's not the right rock. I'm just going to tell you. God is doing something. Amen. How many knows he's doing something? And I want to be in on what he's doing. But there has been a spirit that has come on a people, and it's making you uh, feel that attitude of, of being overwhelmed. It's that spirit of allowing me to sense what is, what, why, why, why even try? You know what I'm saying? Why even try anymore? Why? Has anybody ever felt that? That you're going the right direction, you're reading, you're dedicated, you're fasting, you're praying. Why am I even trying? Because what I see is nothing what I'm declaring. So there's that spirit of why even try that's tried to get in the attitude of the kingdom, that's tried to get into the attitude of kingdom mentality. And, and, and God is trying to get us to that place where Paul said, it doesn't matter what you're seeing. I've got to obtain what has obtained me. What grabbed a hold of me, I just got to keep focused and grab a hold of it and do what he's called me to do. And this spirit, this attitude is the thing that it's what's the, uh, going to make the difference and the change. And, and, and what the enemy wants to keep you up in is that nothing is working. He wants you to see with your natural realm because if you'll look with the natural eyesight you will see sometimes that it's not working but how many knows God's working it when it's not working for you hallelujah it may not be working in your eyesight but I want you to understand that God is working but he wants to leave a people feeling like that you have been outmaneuvered or you've been overpowered what am I telling you there's been a spirit of hopelessness that's tried to settle in on the house of God on the people of God on the on the army of God and everyone is going to do whatever they want to do so why even try that spirit of why even try has gotten into ministries come on that why even try has gotten into marriages that why even try has gotten into your dream that why even try has gotten into your spirit and everyone's going to do whatever they want to do so there's no use in trying in my preaching and the spirit has tried to damper determination. It's not even destiny that it's trying to damper. If it can get your determination, it'll steal your destiny. But it's trying to damper your determination because it's your determination that's going to get you the ability and give you the ability to walk into your destiny. So why even try is going to try to get you at the first of the year. Come on somebody. And, and I'm telling you, 2022, we've already put that behind us. That's what Paul's saying. The reason that I want to preach this now at the end of this month is because the enemy is trying to keep you in the same mindset but you need to understand that when the enemy's saying why even try God is trying to get you to a place of forgetting what is has been happening behind you and he's trying to get you to refocus I wish I had somebody in this place to stop focusing on the problem and understand that the problem solver is greater than whatever mountain has been set before you get that why even and try out of your spirit this morning and tell the Lord I'm going to shake it off because if you don't that dampering spirit will latch on to you like the viper latch on the paw and it's no different the venom is no different it wants to take you out it wants to take you down why even try has latched on to you but I heard in my spirit as I was reading this today there's some people just like those bones had to shake the dust off I want somebody in this place that knows you've been ministering and you've been hitting the streets and you've been asking people if they know the Lord and you have seen doors shut in your face and it's like why even try but the Bible said shake the dust off and move on I'm asking somebody right now who's been a little dusty in religion who's been a little dusty in tradition why even try has tried to keep you down but I'm looking for somebody who's going to look up and who's going to say I'm forgetting everything that I went 
breakthrough and I've got my eyes on somewhere that God is trying to take my family. He's trying to take my ministry. He's trying to take my marriage somewhere. I wish I had somebody to get excited because God is saying to you today that your determination will get you to your destiny. Faith reservoir. The enemy's after the faith reservoir. The reason God has been keeping me on faith is because without faith, it is impossible to please God. The enemy is after the faith reservoir. He wants to frustrate you. He wants to keep you hopeless. But God is, is, I'm telling you, there's a refreshing coming into some born-again people. There's a refreshing that's coming on the blood washed. (laughs) You know, there's a refreshing that's coming on. I'm just going to even say it, the Bible thumpers. You know, you, those who've been doing it for a while, there's a refreshing coming to you. Come on, somebody. There's a refreshing that's coming on to, to some aisle runners. Hallelujah. You're going to run again. You're going to shout again. You're going to be joyful again. You're going to have peace again. God is doing something brand new. It's that devil stomping anointing that God is releasing right now. I feel this in my spirit that God is going to give you the ability to reach where you've not been able to reach, but you have to literally push yourself. Come on. You've got to literally press in. You've got to literally reach out. You've got, I wish I had some people to stretch this morning. Wake up. This is round two. Amen. you got to stretch out. Yeah, and in coincidence that Amanda's talking about branches stretching out because this is the kingdom of the Lord and sometimes it's going to stretch and that stretching is a strain and it's good for the bones but how many knows in order for me to reach something i got to stretch my muscles and sometimes my muscles will ache but in order for me to obtain what he's trying to get me to in order for me to reach something pastor Caleb I gotta stretch hallelujah I gotta stretch it may be painful but God is stretching me to strengthen me God is stretching me because he's trying to lengthen my abilities in this hour and in this day here's what I'm trying to tell you that in this hour if you will do what God is commissioning you to do if you will forget what was yesterday and I'm talking about everything of yesterday I'm talking about what you used to do and what they used to do and how they used to have church and how they used to do that and how we're not doing what they used to do God is doing something brand new now shall it spring forth shall you not know it is there anybody that feels something new stirring on the inside of you I'm looking for somebody who will stretch out your withering and watch God do wonders right now I'm looking for somebody who will stretch out a withering hand and understand if you have the faith enough to stretch it out my God is able to supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory if your wealth is withering stretch out your hand and watch God begin to rain down provisions from heaven but you gotta have a worship in order to see the wonder come on stretch it out stretch your hands out matter of fact stretch them up the, 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 the leaves on the trees, if you'll watch them, they, they know when rain's coming. And when rain's coming, they open their hand. Some of you, I want you to understand that the reason you haven't obtained some things that God is trying to release is because you've had closed hands. You've had a closed mind. You've had a closed heart. But I wish I had somebody who will open yourself and open your hand toward heaven in worship. Is there anybody got to reach enough? Do you believe that you can reach the kingdom? Do you believe that you can reach that that has apprehended you? Come on, somebody. I'm looking for a determining discipleship program that's not so much caught up on what we've had to do, what we've been through, but I got my eyes on something greater. I got my eyes on something bigger. I got my eyes on something. Take 30 and give him praise while I get my breath, please. Come on, somebody. Turn your neighbor saying it's walking by faith. The, 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 it's walking by faith. Come on, it say the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith.
The just shall live by faith. Does it matter who's in the Oval Office? The just shall live by faith and the word of faith. Whatever God has said will supersede the word of man, the position of man. We're trying to get somebody in office, but God said, I am the one that you need to be focused on. I am the one on the throne. I am the one that's able. I wish I had somebody in this place to understand that the enemy has tried, but he is defeated. He's a defeated foe. God is still sitting on his throne. God is still sitting in his authority, and he's saying, look up, reach out, press forward, step forward, step forward, take another step, take another step, reach another reach, extend another extension. Somebody give God a praise for the breakthrough that's getting ready to be released to the extenders, the ones who stayed for the remaining of the service. God says you came into the extension mode, and God said because you decided I'm going to stay, God's about to release something that's not only going to pick you up but it's going to sustain you in this season somebody extend somebody praise hallelujah glory yes Jesus yes Jesus yes Jesus Hebrews 10 38 tells us now the just shall live by faith. But watch this. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. He was saying, press forward. Any man that draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him when I've been hard-pressed when I've been slapped down when I've been disappointed but I came to tell somebody it's not a reason to hang your harps on the willow tree that means every time you get in here praise like you've never praised God before don't quit singing while you're straining <laughs> Keep on singing. Keep on praising. Keep on pressing. Because he's saying, I cannot take pleasure in those who draw back. I know that you've been beat up. 22, 22 20, 21, 22. They beat us up. Some of you been lied on. Your character been challenged. Cheated. Some of you been muzzled. Scared to breathe air that God gave you. Twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Try to lock us up. Tried to muzzle us up. Tried to lock you up and throw the key away so that you'd stay in that spirit of drawing back. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. The reason that the enemy wants to keep you drawn back is because you're on the threshold of the greatest miracles you're on the threshold <laughs> of the greatest breakthroughs. You're on the threshold of the greatest blessings. You're on the threshold of the greatest miracles. <laughs> You're on the threshold of the greatest manifestation. You've been locked down. You've been locked up. You've been shut up. You've been tried. You've been pushed down. People have told you to quit. There's been a Michael spirit to tell you to quit praising when you know the presence is in the house. 
all but praise Him anyway. Don't draw back. You need to turn to your neighbor and say, listen, He loves you, but He can't take pleasure in your drawbacks. Don't allow Him, the enemy, to draw you back. And don't allow words. And I would say words of man, but I'm going to say words in your mind. To draw you back. But lift your head, square your shoulders, not in pride, but in assurance that there is something greater coming out of this. That's why it's so powerful, your praise, because you're literally prophetically declaring every time you praise God. If we can get in our spirit that truly our praise is prophetic. Come on, somebody. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Back it up with word. Testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You may be in a mess right now, but do you have anything to praise God for? Y'all ain't hearing me. I hope you're getting this. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, which means that I may be in the middle of a mess right now, but the only time that you should look back just over your shoulder is to say, yeah, he, he did do that back there. You know what? I think I'm going to praise him for what he did back there. And I'm going to prophesy <laughs> for what he's doing right now. Come on, praise him like you want to. Praise him like you want to. Some of us need a greater want to. Praise him like you want to. Because your prophecy is in your praise. Your promise is in your praise. That's why I am one that will try to get you in praise and worship. Because I know the power that's in your praise. If you got a praise, it doesn't matter what the enemy forms against you. Is there anybody that's got a praise on the inside of you that you can say, He brought me a mighty long way. Hallelujah. I was wounded. I was scarred. I was beaten. I was pressed down. It tried to draw me back, but it just became a slingshot to get me there quicker. <laughs> Somebody, if you got a praise and it's tried to draw you back, your praise is like a slingshot that where the enemy backs you in a corner. If you got a praise, you got potential to get to your promise a little bit quicker. Is there anybody? that's ready for his his quick come on somebody praise him in this place somebody open up your mouth somebody bless the lord the bible said bless the lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth not when i'm up on the mountain not when they're laying everything right for me not when everything's going right for me but i wish i had somebody to understand that the hell has been on an assignment to afflict me but he didn't know there's a picture above my head pouring over and what he tried to afflict me just poured a fresh anointing upon me what he tried to agitate me only added to my life come on somebody the agitator was your motivator somebody give God praise in this place I said your agitator is your motivator and as a matter of fact I may be agitating you trying to get you to praise but your agitator is going to be your motivator your agitator sometimes you got to be provoked because if you're not provoked you will not even step into anything you won't even know what God has for you it's like Penina had to provoke Hannah and Hannah didn't even know she was missing anything but when Penina decided to provoke Hannah all of a sudden there was a desire for something she knew she didn't have is there anybody that I may have provoked you to praise him but you're willing to praise him because you know there's birthing season something's about to birth something's about to break forth if you really know it I want to hear your praise yeah, yeah, yeah. hallelujah 
Hallelujah. 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 If you ain't got nothing else to say, shout the highest praise. Look up high to the high price. I forget what's behind me. I forget what they're saying about me. I walk through the accusation. I walk through that what the enemy's trying to destroy. And I'm going to get to the prize. The prize. Heavenly places. Heavenly spaces. Increase expansion. Jesus stretched it out on the left and he stretched it out on the right. And it took a spike on the left and it took a spike on the right. Why? He stretched it out because he said there's something new on the inside of you. Stretch your way through it. Stretch your way past the pain, past the frustration, past the disappointment, past the discouragement. He stretched it out. It hurt, but it stretched. And then all of a sudden he looked up and he said, It is finished. If you know it's finished and he gave you increase, somebody praise him. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Turn your neighbor and say, you might want to give me some room. I feel something expanding. Come on. I feel my praise expanding. I feel my prayer life expanding. This is a season of the harp and the bow. If you got a prayer and you got a praise, you're going to make it to the promise. Somebody say, excuse me. I got to enlarge my praise because he's about to enlarge my territory. And I know if I praise right, he's going to do all right with me. Somebody give God praise because increase is coming through your hallelujah. Heaven shall be released through a hallelujah, through a praise, through a dance, through somebody run. Run the race that he set before you. There is a finish line. Don't get stuck on what didn't happen. Don't get stuck on what's not happening. Just know that if God said it, he's able to do what he said he's going to do. If he told you he's going to build it, keep on building. Even if your hands get bloody, even if you miss the mark, even if you're wounded, keep on walking. Walk, walk in the wound. Walk in the wound. Walk in the hurt. Walk in the fight. March. Step forward. March. Anybody got a march before March even gets here? I heard the Lord just say, if you got a march, watch what I'm about to do in March. Come on, somebody plan for it. Plan for it. Oh, all my planners, get your planner book out and write down because I chose to march. Watch what God's going to do. And on the first day of March, write, write this. On you get on that first day, I don't even know what day it is. But whatever day it is, write it down and say, God just did a thing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> write it down and say, God just did a thing on this day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And because I chose to get up, because I chose to dust it off, because I chose to shake it off, I wish I had somebody to understand that there's a power in the blood. And the reason that the enemy is 
is trying to get you to stall and trying to get you to quit is because he's not ignorant to the power that's in your DNA. He's not ignorant to the power that's in the blood. I said he's not ignorant to what's on the inside of you. Greater is he on the inside than everything assigned against me on the outside. I wish I had somebody to right now see the glory more than you see what the enemy's doing right now. Somebody give God praise because there's a great glory that he's releasing right now. If you believe it, take 60 seconds and give him your best praise. Come on, somebody push for a new anointing. Come on, somebody push for a new anointing. Push for the new opportunity. Come on, push for the new door. Push for the new door. You got to get in the fight. The new door is when you get in. Get into the fight. Get into the sanctuary. Get into the presence of God. God is about to show off. He's about to lengthen you. He's about to expand your territory. Slap somebody high five and tell them I'm a proven fact of God's goodness, His grace, and His glory. Say, I'm a proven fact of God's goodness, His grace and his glory slap somebody else high five because you're just being a witness you want a witness in here make some contact in here and say I agree that I'm proof that God is good and if God's been good to me he'll be good to you and if God worked it out for me he's gonna work it out for you his goodness his grace and his glory encourage somebody say his goodness his grace and his glory oh it's expanding in my life why because i'm expecting it to expand i want you to get in your mind even right now whatever tried to make your dreams lie dormant just tell that dead thing that i'm expecting in this season that even even when i don't see it and even when i can't see it and even when i can't feel it i'm still gonna walk through the doors i'm still gonna walk through the doors of my house i'm still gonna enter the driver's seat with expectation that God's been good he's been gracious and I'm evidence of who he is is there anybody got fingerprints of grace on you that you're the evidence of his grace his goodness and his mercy and I got some news for somebody who doesn't feel that who doesn't know it the altar is open and if you need to feel his grace if you need to feel his embrace today he is here just like the father in with open arms he's ready to run after you running after him somebody touch a neighbor and say his mercy is new right now salvation is for today today is the day of salvation today is the day of a rebirth today is the day of your life being restored if you believe it run in to it run into the altar run into his arms you haven't messed up too much you haven't gone or drawn back too far God says I can make it brand new that sin that's on the inside of you I can wash it away and make you new and your attractions will change what you used to love you won't love it anymore what you used to hate you won't hate it anymore I wish I had a sinner I hope you can hear me while I'm exhorting because my coattails on fire right now to get you into the arms of an extended love somebody shout if you know the love of Jesus extend your praise
They tried to shut this kind of atmosphere down, church. They've been trying to muzzle this movement for a long time. But it's this kind of anointing, Brother Jeff, that when somebody runs into the arms of God in this atmosphere, that's where the Bible said that the anointing breaks the yoke which means it destroys the yoke, which means it cannot be placed back on you again. That's why I want to stir the atmosphere because it's in the power of the anointed cross. It's in the power of the anointed blood. It's in the power of an empty tomb. Somebody give God praise if that was you on an old fashioned red hot service and you were trying to hold on to the pew but the anointing gave you a nudge and you didn't go back to the things you used to love but there's been a shift in you there's been a change in you if that's you somebody be a witness put your hands together if you ain't got a voice and just declare his goodness in this place today Come on, if you need to get it right, run up to this altar. You got some cheerleaders. You got some witnesses who are going to celebrate your move. Oh, I'm telling you, I feel this. Somebody, you're waiting. You're waiting. Don't miss this opportunity. I heard the Lord say, run up here. Don't make me get old Tommy and say, you're not promised the next second, the next hour, the next minute. I'm telling you, that's reality. But you can get it right right now. And if you get it right, he'll break the addiction. He'll break the mindset. He'll break the mindsetter. I wish I had somebody in this place to understand that he's not, he's not going to keep you there. He's going to reach, but he's looking for your reach. He already reached for you, but he's looking for somebody who understands the power of the reach. Can, will you reach for the grace of God? Will you reach for the grace? I know your story is gory, but reach for the grace and watch him clean it up. Come on, somebody. He can even change the mindset of those who said that you're going to die in your despair. He can change the mindset just like he changed the mindset of the religious folk around blind Bartimaeus when he cried out with desperation he said son of David have mercy on me and it changed the mindset of the people that was watching him somebody give God the kind of praise that's changing the mindset of even those who are watching you and your destruction let the watchers watch keep on walking while the watchers watch keep on pressing while there's persecution against you somebody praise him with your hands of praise put your hands together open up your mouth and give him some fruit bless the Lord bless the Lord we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button and for more information on our ministry please visit us at rhctn.com